King's turn. Part 1. Descent and Deprivation Written and read by Melina Blanc Previously on Keen's turn Turns out Knight was acting with a certain restraint and as things finally click into place Jared finds himself a captive audience This is the rest of Chapter 7 Knight's Cuffs In the hallway, an electric guitar screeched its first distorted chord from the boombox. The vampire rolled his eyes. Honestly, what passes for music these days? Back in the good old... The volume ramped, and his words were inaudible. Scowling, he slipped out the door. Jared abandoned the stake to fumble in his pocket for the seal of Solomon. Outside, the boombox cut off. The vampire returned with an appraising look. You'll be manly about it, won't you, Red? No cries till the end. Jared brandished the seal, finding his voice as rage overmastered terror. The fuck you talking about, manly, you goddamn fuck! You broke the fucking rules! Mm, he replied, eyes narrowed. And how? I said no coming after me when we're not scheduled! Not a whit. I have your words down as you can't take me unawares. He grinned. My arrival was announced. I think you'll find it was Janice who took you by surprise. That is a fucking bullshit distinction! The vampire laughed. Did the setup upset you? Take it up with my lawyer. Not that you'll ever see her again. He shrugged off his jacket, laying it over his arm, then commenced slowly rolling up his sleeves. Jared fought down panic. Keep him talking. He likes talking. You said one-on-one. It is one-on-one. You lost to her. And now you'll lose to me. He looked idly about the room, taking a few steps farther from the seal's sphere. Sucker for a pretty face. Come on over here. I'll sucker punch your pretty face. Keen chuckled, moving to hang his jacket on the hook on the far wall. Wordplay. As long as the vampire was entertained, he wasn't trying very hard. Pun for my life. And that would buy him enough time to... To what? Keen snatched up a trash can and lobbed it at his head. Jared ducked just in time. It slammed into the wall behind him, raining paper scraps as it clanged back across the desk to the floor. What the hell? I should say that was obvious. I thought I'd see if a trash can can trash you. That joke was garbage. Oh, rubbish. The vampire's gaze lit on the bookshelf. I'd throw the book at you, but Janice may be less than appreciative. Let me see what else is available. He flung a grin back at Jared. 
do wait up. Turning on his heel, he vanished out the door. Fucking hell. Jared scanned the room himself. Aside from the chair that had been too close to it, the only thing he could reach was the desk. Tethered to it, he wasn't getting out either the door or the window. He didn't see anything worth moving the desk toward to reach. Panic quickened his breath. I'm gonna fucking die. Shut up. Shut up. Think. The vampire reappeared in the light of the hallway door, a fax machine clutched in his arms. You fucking kidding me? What the hell is that? I think it's a fax machine. No shit! What are you sacrificing that for? They're finally on the way out. Way out, he replied, preparing to hurl it at him. I thought they were just on the way in. You get me to weigh in? I'd say it's a fucking waste of office equipment. Oh, I could find something sharper to throw at you. Jared raised a palm. Just the facts, ma'am. Keen let him have it. Its corded phone flailing, the beige machine smashed past him into the wall, forcing him to flatten himself against the desk and fold over backward to keep from having his nose taken off. Rapid movement to his right. He raised the seal with a cold flush of terror. In his distraction, the vampire had nearly reached his side. Now he retreated from the scroll, a hardness in his eyes, but still smiling. Ah, oh, well, another shot, then. He disappeared out the door again. Oh, God, think, think. The vampire only needed to get closer to kill him, and the seal was all that was keeping him back. But when he did get closer, Jared would have a chance at him, too, if he could pull something like his play in the closet in the power station. That is, unless he were knocked unconscious first. Fuck. The vampire reappeared with a gleaming grin, a desk chair held before him. You must be getting tired, Red. Why don't you have a seat? He swung around and pitched the chair at Jared's chest, Pinned between the desk, the fax machine, and the room's original chair, he was running out of space to dodge. With a pang from his wounded leg, he dropped over the desk, keeping the seal raised. One of the swiveling legs, plowing past overhead, clocked his ear, snapping his head sideways. The scroll nearly slipped from his fingers. He staggered upright, panting, head throbbing. Keen had advanced in the interim, and now he took only half a step back. Dear me, he purred, that piece of paper doesn't seem to be quite so potent when you're tired. Jared swallowed his terror, twisting the vampire's words to fling back at him. I'm not tired. I haven't even tried yet. Keen paused, his grin fading into a peculiar expression. I say, Red... He murmured, Are you a religious man? What? Are you very religious? Jared snuck a glance at the scroll clutched in his hand, inscribed with the name of God. Not historically, but you are now. Why do you want to know? Oh, never mind, the vampire said and flashed back out the door. Jared clung to the seal, his throbbing ear sending worms of pain deeper into his head. Come on, you fucking idiot! Keep it together! You're not dead yet! 
He screwed up his face, looking around again at what he could reach for anything of help. There was nothing. The vampire had no end of weapons, and he had nothing. He needed something long-range, like a fucking water gun. He shifted his weight off his injured calf, seeking a better stance from which to dodge the next onslaught. His satchel bumped against his side, heavy with the weight of the library book. And the water bottle. The bottle of stale water, the holy water bluff, still in the bottom of his bag. His hope was no sooner born than crumpled. And so what? I can't kill him with that. Keen bounded back through the door, an array of pencils and sharper office supplies bristling from his fingers. Jared groped for a pun. The vampire launched a trio of pencils at him. Two buried in the wall behind him, the third caught in his left arm, cutting into the muscle. He grunted, seizing it and pulling it out, its tip now red. Keen's eyes had gone black. Jared flung the pencil back at him, aiming for his head. With superhuman speed, the vampire's hand shot up and caught the missile midair, holding it before his nose. Then, as Jared watched with squirming horror, he opened his mouth and set his tongue to the tip. As he licked the pencil, his eyelids fell closed, and as he touched his tongue to his curling lips, they raised again. You cockhead. Cringing, Jared clutched at the seal, tensed for the next attack. The vampire cocked his head. Look here, Red. I don't mean to torment you. But we're hours from dawn, and you're trapped. The more you draw this out, the messier it shall become. Why not leave the Lord out of this, so we can skip to the end? Yeah, you can go fucking head and drop dead. In reply, Keen hurled the pencil back at him. He managed to dodge far enough that it only glanced off his shirt. The vampire had already raised a pair of scissors. Jared whirled, wrenching the chair's legs free of the desks. He swiveled it so its meshed back caught the incoming blades. He ducked, a stapler whizzing past his head. With each new onslaught, the vampire was getting closer. Rallying his focus, Jared raised the seal, rolling out an invisible wave between them. Keen fell back and pouted at him. Oh, enough with that wretched parchment. Janice is going to have my neck if you get blood on the carpet. Janice? And Jared remembered something. Janice Knight, who had left an impression of flawless contempt and command, had departed her office looking worried. Why worried? When had she started looking worried? He scrabbled back through his memories. When the vampire had come in. No, when she'd started across the room, after he'd moved the desk. She'd frowned after he'd taken the desk. There's something in the desk. Another off chance, but his last chance. Swapping the seal to his cuffed hand, Jared rooted in his satchel, yanked out the forgotten water bottle, and flung its contents in Keen's face. The vampire shrieked and stumbled back with claws over his eyes, red leaking down through his fingers. Jared lunged onto the desktop and began flinging open drawers. The pale light of the window spilled into them, illuminating the contents. 
Folders, loose leaf, CDs, zip disks, another drawer, locked, another drawer, legal pads, stationery, stamps, envelopes, binders, come on! Another drawer, staple, stapler, staple remover, scissors, tape, hole punch, the vampire's gasps were subsiding, pencils, pens, paper clips, rubber bands, brads, was there nothing? A weapon? A gun? What are you doing? And something caught his eye, in the tray with the fasteners, a tiny silver key. He seized it, falling back across the desk and jamming it into the cuffs. There was a click. Jared vaulted over the desk and raised the seal, sending a pulse of power at the vampire where he stood blocking the exit. He went white, fangs bared, thrust back into the wall, and Jared was off, pounding through the door and down the corridor, out past the main elevators for the stairs. From behind him came an animal cry of rage and sounds of pursuit. He took the stairs five at a time, coming down hard on his good leg, wheeling around the banister of a landing with a dark hallway off it, then down another flight, footsteps just above him. He stopped short as someone passed an exit door. There were still people on this floor. Pushing into the hallway, he found himself in a cubicle-lined space with a few workers milling around, finishing up for the day. Pounding feet behind and the vampire stood in the stairwell door, fangs concealed, fury burning in his eyes. Jared looked up from the water cooler where he was refilling his bottle. What are you doing? Expecting a cooler reception? He didn't acknowledge this, shooting a glare down the hall at the office workers, shooting alarmed glances back at the bloodied man in the doorway. Power station, he hissed, his voice barely audible. Next Saturday. He whirled around, back into the stairwell, and slammed the door behind him. Jared let out the breath he'd been holding, and slumped against the wall. I can't keep doing this. I'm gonna fucking die. Hello. Have the Chapter 7 blooper reel. Up next, Chapter 8. Illicit Appeals. Jared abandoned the stake to fumble- Jared abandoned the stake to fumble in his to to fumble his lines. His bandaged leg throbbing, he lay awake in the light from- he lay I'm so motivated to continue. What time is it? It's been only 37 minutes. Plus one minute of whining. A bus trundled by. A blus. A blus trundled by. A blus trundled by, bucking his view. Down the sleet, the vampire pulled back his steve as though checking his watch. He was going to drive a stake through the vampire's heart. Dun, dun, dun.